Hey, it's that time again, folks. Believe Sports Business, Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips around the world. I'm Fred. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Art Source is in Pennsylvania, where it's also raining. Art, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be with you, Fred. Looking forward to it. Art's 125 years of age, so he knows everything. So, um, And he's a former kicker for the Rams and the USC Trojans, so... I'm watching Man in the Arena, and I've seen most of the episodes, the Tom Brady deal. They're well done, I think. So he gets the seventh episode, seventh episode uh, this week, and I watch it, and it's about Deflategate. So I'm going to throw you a question, A or B. Do you think he admitted any guilt at all in episode seven? I imagine he did. He did not. <laughs> well, here's my point, Fred. The footballs that these quarterbacks are using are not game day footballs. Right. If you look at the NFL, the kickers kick balls that have a K on them. They're all brand-new balls inflated by the referee and the head, head linesman and the, the crew before the game. The quarterbacks get to bring their own little six balls, like a bunch of little pansies, that have to have their ball. Now, you can't tell me when you pump up a football, it makes a huge difference. I watched the playoff game when Vinatieri tried a 35-yard field goal using one of those footballs because it was a snowy night. Right. He, he admits that his foot almost went through the football. It was so deflated. So, you know, I'm, I, nothing against the GOAT. He's the greatest all-time quarterback. But let me tell you something. If, if it smells like a fish, if it flops like a fish, it's a fish. <laughs> Have you seen any of the shows? I've actually seen two of the, of the seven. How would you rate them? Uh, I like them, but it's a bit self-aggrandizing, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, I one mean, of his know, sisters is the... Uh, is, Fred. He's uh, proven it on the field. He's also lucked into two Super Bowls. So, I mean, we have to take it all with a grain of salt. You know, uh, it was five years ago that uh, they talked about that uh, this week and, and last week. Um, they were down 28-3 to in the third quarter, and I... Uh, was in this fantasy contest, and uh, this not this c- contest where you had to pick the winners of so many games, sort of a fantasy. But anyway, the point was uh, everybody else had Atlanta, and I had uh, the Patriots, and they were calling me during <laughs> halftime. No, this is not, and my wife woke me up early in the second half. I had actually fallen asleep on the couch. That's how sure I was dead. They were down 28 to three, and they win 34 to 28 in the game, uh, biggest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl. Yeah, he, he's a special quarterback. Yeah, Kyle, let me explain something to you. All right. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan should have two Super Bowls on his resume right now. Okay, he did that as the as the defensive coordinator with the Atlanta Falcons. All he needed to do was run the ball three times. Yep. They have a very good kicker come in. That game's over. Then in San Francisco and Miami, down in Miami, when they played the Chiefs, same situation. He lets Garofalo go back and throw. And I'm like, wait a minute here. You don't need to be throwing the football. You ran the ball for three and a half quarters, and now you want to wing it around the ball yard. And there's something that happens to young coaches in moments of crisis, and I've seen it happen over the years. But it cost Dan Quinn his job in Atlanta. And to be honest with you, I really don't know. I mean, I really like the 49ers. I like the fact that they're having these long running drives that go 10, 11, 12 minutes. And if you look at the teams right now that are doing well in the NFL as of the moment, Miami runs the ball very well. 
you go down the line, uh, you got uh, the Colts, the 49ers, the Eagles, the Falcons, and the Patriots, and the Titans when they get Derrick Henry back. So it seems like the worm has turned in the NFL from this pass-happy league to all of a sudden playing good old-fashioned football. The numbers indicate in the last six games, it's gone from 65-35 pass to 55-45 run. No, I agree. It's going to be a test this week, though, for uh, uh, Wisconsin's uh, fine running back, Jonathan Taylor, because, of course, Wentz may or may not go. Folks, we're taping this at 335 uh, in the afternoon Pacific Standard Time on Thursday. So things could change. But right now, I don't think Wentz is going to play. What do you think is going to happen? Well, you know, I've always been a fan of Sam Ellinger. The kid can do a lot of things. And the bottom line is he's got some weapons around him. He's got an, an incredible offensive line. You've got to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. But what I like about Ellinger is he can play action and he can move out and he throws well on the run. So, you know, I don't think they're going to be as hamstrung as possible, you know, if you looked at it from that point of view. I know they reached out to Phillip Rivers earlier this week. Yeah. But the bottom line to me is the Colts are playing great football. Uh, Leonard, along with Parsons, are the two players I think should be NFC Defensive Players of the Year so far. The linebacker for the Colts and the hybrid linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys, who's a rookie. No, they're playing exceptionally well. Um, I felt sorry on Monday night for Ian Book. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Your thoughts? He never was, Fred. And, and, and you know the part that really irritates me is one of the things we've known, especially, I mean, you've had 500 players since December 1st. go on. Players and coaches go on the COVID-19 protocol list. Yeah. That's an incredible number. I mean, you look around hockey, you look around basketball every day. I mean, it's, it's really, really nuts. How do you not quarantine the other quarterbacks? Okay. <laughs> do you want, you want everybody? And then think of the old huddle. Okay. The, the, the football huddle late in the third quarter, everybody leans in, right? They're breathing, they're sweating. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? This is the time to go. No huddle. The COVID-19 huddle. <laughs> Folks, I'd uh, love your thoughts. Uh, email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Oh, since we're talking COVID, got to talk Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he uh, uh, talks to people, and, and he also wrote this. Uh, do you think he takes any responsibility for what he uh, mentioned uh, he, when he was immunized, trying to tell people that he actually had the shot, but, of course, he didn't? Do you think that uh, he's taking any responsibility whatsoever, or do you think he's blaming the press for asking him tough questions. Oh, it's, it's the media's fault. You know, I mean, these guys are such prima donnas at this point in time, Fred, and they're ruining the game of sports. They really, truly are. I mean, they're, they're lucky enough and talented enough to be given the opportunity to play for $30, $40, 50000000 million a season, okay? Yeah. yeah. And, and they don't understand the responsibility. You know, I remember Barkley 25 years ago saying, I'm not a role model. Right. Yes, you are a role model, Fred. When you're out there, even when I played with the Rams and little kids would come up to us in Cal State Fullerton, they didn't know who I was, the backup kicker to Frank Corral or, or Mike Lansford. You know, but I signed their autographs. I was nice to them. I thought it was an honor to be able to have somebody feel enough about me to even want my signature. But that's not the way it is nowadays. There's an entitled 
attitude amongst the athletes. And we've talked about this, Fred. There is going to come a time when the average family will be will be phased out, and they're gonna they're gonna slay the goose with the golden egg, and they gotta watch it. And one of the things that John Madden, God rest his soul, used to talk about was we're here to play as hard as we can so that we can put on a show for our fans who love us. And that's something these players need to realize. They got to know where their bread is buttered, and they have to play the game for the love of the game, Fred. If it's a business, I've seen many a business decision made in the NFL when, when you know, Derek, Tight, Derek uh, Henry's coming at you full speed. <laughs> All right, I, I, I've said that um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to retire. Again, this week he mentioned... Well, he wants all Brady's records, right? Right. I mean, that's my thought. He wants to end up on top of everything. Why do people even take him seriously? Well, I'll let you in on a secret. I listened to to, uh, his show that he has with McAfee. Right. And and, and I got to tell you, he's a very intellectual guy. He graduated from Cal. I'm sure he thinks he's smarter than everybody else on the planet. But the bottom line is, you never, ever play anybody for a fool. You're a poker player. I'm a poker player. The guy who thinks he's the best is usually the guy that doesn't win in poker. It's the guy that sits back and really analyzes and doesn't act like a prima donna who has the cards or learns how to play the game the proper way. He's not a great poker player. He, he doesn't deal well with the media. You know, he, he talks in circles like politicians do. You know, the bottom line is he's going to play for Green Bay. He's going to play another four years, and he's got a really good shot at breaking a lot of Tom Brady's records. But I'll let you know a secret. It's not going to be as easy as he thinks it is. Folks, uh, email us right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also, of course, heard on Podclips, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred Fred, at who a- do you like in the big games tomorrow in college football? I like uh, the two Southeastern Conference teams to probably meet in the finals. Your thoughts? I agree with you. I looked at the spreads. I think I think Michigan has a has a puncher's chance, you know, because I think they learned some things by watching what Alabama did against Georgia in the SEC championship game. Um, I really love what what uh, Luke has done. Luke Fickle has done with the Cincinnati Bearcats, but they're just totally they're, they're like a. A breeders a breeders class horse race with a with a really good young you know uh, Philly you know they got a chance but I, I just I, I I see Alabama winning that game 42 20 something in that nature uh, would I would lay the thirteen and a half and feel real comfortable about that. All right, uh, folks, uh, if you're into college football, do you think that uh, UCLA knew that uh, they were not going to play in the Holiday Bowl and they basically screwed North Carolina State? I got a buddy of mine that's the clubhouse manager down at Petco Park, and he said that at 9.30 in the morning, UCLA sent a truck down there to get all their equipment packed up at Petco for the Holiday Bowl, and yet they didn't make the decision for another four hours later. That really (laughs) looks bad on Martin Jarman, Chip Kelly, the entire UCLA it actually reflects on the entire Pac-12. I mean, come on, you don't wait till four hours before a game. How about the family of all the North Carolina State Wolfpack people who flew out there? I mean, you had to know that there was a problem on Friday night. I mean, excuse me, on Wednesday night or, or, or Tuesday. 
I mean, it just to me, it just reeks. It reeks of something that isn't really good. You think Chip Kelly had just wanted to end with a win? That's part of my process. <laughs> I, you know, I, the guy just seems to have controversy. Do you remember Linus with all the dirt swirling over his head with the blanket and everything? He just seems to be that kind of guy. I mean, I, I just I wonder. I wonder sometimes because I listen to him talk, and you know he's been in so many situations where he's one victory away from the, the brass ring, and he just seems to come up short. And you know, I wonder what Martin Jarman, who never hired him in the first place, he was hired by Dan Guerrero. I wonder how long he's going to put up with this situation because most ads, as you know. They like to bring their own guy in. I think and, one more uh, bad season or one bad season. Again, folks, you know, this season doesn't count. Last season doesn't count because of COVID. Uh, he's 8-4 and four this well, year. Congratulations. That, you know, the bottom line is this team, as talented as they were, I think they were a 10-11, 12-team potential CFP qualifier. Yeah. They were that good talent-wise. I mean, their defense, the first four games, what they did against an LSU team loaded with talent in the Rose Bowl early in the season. Um, DTR at quarterback, Robinson, great stuff. I mean, you had two-headed running attack that was incredible. Um, you know, I just, I really think this team underperformed based on their abilities. And uh, they had 21 returning starters out of 22. Um, they had a bunch of fifth- and sixth-year players. This was the year where they could have gone and done something special at twelve and one or you know eleven and two, something of that nature. And I just don't think they they came through. Do you think DTR is coming back or is he not coming back? I think he'll come back. You know, the, the funny thing is they're looking at bringing in quarterbacks, and I love the backup they have, which is a young kid. Uh, Cal- his brother Cal- Chase Garbers plays for Cal. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I mean. I got to tell you, the kid played at Corona Del Mar High School. He's 6'3", 220, got a gun, pro style. I mean, they've got two good quarterbacks. The DTR should come back. He really should. He should He should lead this team to either a Rose Bowl or a CFP. I mean, what a, what a, the way it's set up, you've got Lincoln Riley. You've got, you know, a really good Utah team that we're going to watch in the Rose Bowl. You've got uh, ASU. You know they're sold on on you know on Herm Edwards. Uh, they're going to play tonight. We'll see what they got. Like, although now Wisconsin has like 17 guys that are supposedly going to be in in uh, protocol. So it, it's just hard to figure. I mean, you got to be real crazy to be gambling on these games. You don't know who's playing, how they're playing, what the who's going to show up. I mean, it's nuts. I I, I got to tell you, I've laid real low the last last two two and a half weeks. Final question or final comment. Uh, LeBron James uh, writes that uh, COVID's the flu. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar tells him to blank off. Uh, LeBron's the world's worst general manager. Any comments? Well, other than the fact that I think he's running for premier of the Communist Party of China, you know, I, I can't figure out where LeBron's coming from. I, I really can't. I think he ought to just mind his P's and Q's. You know, other people have said this to him, but sometimes less is more. And you just get in trouble. You know, what? Do you remember the old saying your grandmother used to say to you, or Abraham Lincoln made very, very popular, they may think you're a fool, but when you open your mouth, you remove all doubt. 
Speaking about that, last thoughts uh, for Believe Sports Business Sports Media for this week, Art. Well, just, you know, for the whole year, Fred, I've had a great time with you. We've talked a lot about sports. You know, uh, I, I really feel bad with what happened to John Madden, you know, especially after his show that he, he put on that was fantastic. Um, it's just been a real rough year for, for a lot of great, great heroes that we grew up with. And, uh, you know, I think at this point in time, we ought to count our blessings and, and pray for some leadership to come and, and step up and, and let's get this thing. I, I think we're on, I think we're on the right track with the, with COVID-19 from the point that I think this new variant, the Omicron, I think we got a chance that once this goes through to, to get back to what would be a semblance of normalcy in the world. And I sure look forward and pray and hope that we get through it all. And COVID's a hoax, no? Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> yeah. You feel anybody that feels that way, as soon as they, they even find out anybody that they love or, or find out that, you know, it's, it's actually as real as it is, then they understand. Yeah. It, it, there's no hoax involved. I will say this though. I would like somebody in the world to get a chance to sit down with the premier of China and just ask him what really happened. See, I think it was burnt toast, uh, burnt, burnt toast at Mar-a-Lago, but that's just my personal opinion. I really think it started in Florida. Art, we'll see you in the new year. Mario, thank you very much. Folks, uh, don't forget to listen to us every single week right here across America and around the world. Believe sports business, sports media, also heard on pod clips. Bye, everybody. <laughs>